Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. All right, let's get on with it with our two-minute drill. The two-minute drill. The two-minute drill. All right, Dan, so the Bears get uh, the opportunity to have Tevin Jenkins return to practice? Do you think he will play Thursday against the Commanders? No. Uh, Tevin has been designated to return, which opens up a 21-day window for him to rejoin the 53-man roster. They only have any time frame within those 21 days to to give him that green light and clear him to return. Uh, he, he's eligible to practice, but David, as you know, on these short weeks, they don't really practice. There will be no practice Monday. There will be no practice Tuesday. There will be a uh, modified walkthrough on Wednesday, and then off you go on a plane to Washington to play the commander. So it would be very difficult for him to get on the football field and, and see his first game action of 2023 in that circumstance. His first true test of practice would be in a longer week in week six, where I would assume that the Bears would try to do something on Monday and then have their usual Wednesday, Thursday, Friday routine uh, leading up to the game against the Vikings. That provides a, a more realistic runway for Tevin to get him back. You obviously have to check in with conditioning. You have to see how uh, his his leg responds to the work that he's doing. But it is a good sign that that window has been opened, and now they have 21 days to, to kind of explore it. With a short week, it probably complicates the other injury situations. I know Matt Eberflus did not have any injury updates in his uh, podium appearance on Monday. What are your expectations for guys like 
Eddie Jackson, Jalen Johnson, and anyone else who might be out? Yeah, I mean, wait and see. And and the, those secondary injuries are huge because we know that in a, a big moment yesterday when the Bears uh, needed a defensive stop, when, when the Broncos had tied the game and got the ball back after that aforementioned fourth down stop that Studs was just talking about, that they had a rookie corner who got picked on and, and uh, got beat down the field for a big gain uh, by Marvin Mims. And, and, and so you want Eddie Jackson out there. You want Jalen Johnson out there. You want to have a full strength defense at some point that gives you a chance to pull out those games. Uh, hopefully those guys are, are, are closer than not to being back on the field, but no, no clear cut indication either way. What did you make of Terrell Smith's uh, showing and how much that might've damaged his confidence as a young player? Yeah. I don't know if confidence damage is, is anything I'm worried about. This is just uh, being a rookie corner in the NFL. You learn a lot of lessons the hard way. This kid seems pretty mentally tough. He was pretty good in run support on Sunday. He's a kid that's got a lot of um, natural traits for the position, and the Bears are continuing to kind of kind of groom and develop those, and you just get thrown in every once in a while. And again, you get thrown in with a secondary that's depleted everywhere, and so there's nowhere to really hide. Um, obviously, there's some moments that you'd like to have back, but there's also just some growing pains that you have to experience uh, as you go through this league and try to figure out who you are in that in that role. Dan, there's a lot of history being made, not much of it good, but Matt Eberflus, courtesy of our buddy Brad Biggs in the Chicago Tribune, chicagotribune.com, and his 10 thoughts, includes this little nugget. Only three coaches in the Super Bowl era have a worse winning percentage than Matt Eberflus with a minimum of 20 games, and they are Norb Hecker, 66 of <laughs> 68 with the Falcons, Jim Ringo, 60, 76 to 77 with the Buffalo Bills, and Harvey Johnson, 1968 and 1971 with the Bills as well. Matt Eberflus is fourth on that list. This is not trending in the right direction. I know you get asked it all the time, but is this a week-to-week thing, month-to-month? What what kind of... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What kind of uh, alert are you on in terms of the coaching hot seat and these kinds of rumors. Well, I did mention to Brad that Hugh Jackson started his tenure with the Cleveland Browns at one and thirty-one. Brad pushed back and said he was eight and eight with the Raiders before that, so he didn't qualify for that list because he had a better record with the Raiders. But that one and thirty-one start in Cleveland was one of those ones where you go, you can't survive that. And then he did. He got into a third season, and I think he got launched in the middle of his third season, which I don't think is something we want to see happen here. I mean, you're going to be on alert. The the first question I ask people that are just looking for that instant gratification of of someone getting canned at Alice Hall is, is then what you have to answer the question, then what? And then you have to answer the question after that, then what, you know, you have to play it out two and three steps down the line. I don't know that they're in a position to be able to make that make sense within the season. What we just talked about a few minutes ago is you have to kind of um, minimize the embarrassment as much as you can. And just creating another hole uh, for a team that already had its, defensive coordinator resigned for a team that doesn't have a coaching staff that has a, a an experienced you know interim candidate sitting there i just i just don't know what you do at that point now that said david it is october 2nd and if the 
next eight weeks go as bad as the first four weeks went, oh my God, nothing is off the table because neither one of us walked into week one preparing for that game against the Packers thinking we'd be sitting here on October 2nd talking about all that we've talked about over the last 28 days. Last thing I have for you is I want you to pick one. Which one is worse for the Bears? The fact that on Sunday, A, Khalil Mack had six (laughs) or B, C.J. Stroud had his second 300-plus yard passing day, one more than Justin Fields in his career in four games, and had another passer rating over 100 for the two and two Houston Texans. Well, look, I mean, the two and two Houston Texans, wow, what a turnaround that is, right? Like really, really quickly, they've seemed to, to find their footing with a young team and, a, and, a, and an energetic coach that's getting the most out of that young team right now. The Khalil Mack thing, I came home and was watching the Sunday night game and didn't pick up on that notable nugget till halftime when they said Khalil Mack had not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six. Sacks. I said, wait, what? Wow. He had six sacks in a single game. Obviously, the Bears are going to see him later this month when they travel to LA to play the Chargers. Um, man, that like that, that, that it kind of blew my mind, honestly, to hear that that number. I think I also saw that Travis Gibson had a strip sack for the Titans. Yes. <laughs> against Joe, Joe Burrow on I, I Sunday. Mean, so, man, you, you, these are guys that left your building, you know, and I understand why. In very different circumstances, both of those guys aren't here. But, man, you could really use somebody to sack the quarterback once. Mac, Gibson, Roquan, Claypool. I mean, at some point in time, what's going to happen, we know how this goes and we know how this trends. The bookkeeping on Matt Eberflus's shortcomings is going to shift into the shortcomings of Ryan Poles' tenure in the talent evaluation. It's all related. They're always related. And I just wonder how tightly of a connection that will be because – you know, these kinds of things are going to be fair or not topics of conversation as we search for them and the Bears remain redundantly bad. No doubt about it. I mean, look like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I hear you. like what you said earlier, just, huh? you know, yeah. like, it's just, it's just the way you feel right now. And I think that as much as anything is why, why Sunday was as painful as it was because everyone associated with this football team needed a little break from all of this a nice victory over a feeble opponent on a nice sunday afternoon by lake michigan would have just done wonders for the mood and the vibes and it didn't happen and here we are once again and here we are dropping this on tuesday morning the bears play thursday night will we drop another episode on thursday morning with our predictions and a quick update just to get on the board and let you know what we expect to happen out in uh, the nation's capital. That's the plan uh, here at the Take the North podcast. It remains Take the North. Thank you for suggestions <laughs> on Tank the North, but we'll wait a little bit before we rename that. But you can find us on your free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast, And you can watch us on the 670 Scores YouTube page. Anything else, Dan, before we get out of here? Yeah, one last thing. Tyson Bajan, your official backup quarterback for the Chicago Bears going forward. Matt Eberflus said Monday a combination of, of, of practice – meeting and walkthrough performance has allowed him to create this opportunity for himself. You talk about a story that should have been the headline at some point, And it's like story nine right now for the bears. What a great walkthrough that must've been that he was evaluated to elevate past Nathan Peterman. Did Nathan Peterman stumble in the ballroom? What was it about this walkthrough that went so well for Tyson? I I think you just have a young quarterback who has shown uh, command, you know, since he got here and they, they, that's what I wish they would say. I know that. Right. You know, when, when, when Matt Eberflus talks about being evaluated in meetings and that, whether or not it make, makes you think of like, I remember you have to sit up straight. Are you a front row guy or not? Are you chewing gum or not chewing gum? Come on. 
I mean, just just speak plainly in, in <laughs> common sense language. All right, sorry. But yeah, Tyson Bajan, number two. I'm happy about that because I like I'm I'm, I'm a proud member of the Bajancy still. Yeah, I know you are, and uh, you're going to get uh, a big day at some point, probably this year, almost certainly. All right, for Dan Weeder and Adam Stadzinski, the proud author of the Stadzinski and Meatball segment, I'm David Haw. We will talk to you Thursday, breaking down the Bears and the Commanders. Thank you for listening to the Take the North podcast. Great talk. See you out there.